When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, episode number 353. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO for Advanced Local. My hey, friend, man. how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Both. I know you, you weren't feeling too good last week. Oh, yeah. No, I'm feeling better, man. <laughs> much better. Yeah, it's sinus issues, man. They can just tear you a new one. Can't even focus. <laughs> I'm glad I'm back up at it, and hopefully I'll actually get to use my new kayak, which you still haven't used. We can hear you use my pond. <laughs> That'd be a short trip, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just <laughs> paddle around in circles, you'd be fine. Yeah, there you go. Safe, unless I drink it, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, let's just jump right into this. Uh, I can't honestly recall if we covered this in the last show or it's been, No, we have, uh, we have not covered it yet, so we should probably cover the basics. Okay, so Google had an issue with de-indexing and people were freaking out, understandably, whereby it said that it had not indexed sites. And this is actually where I get confused, I have to admit, John. I remember people saying that it said it hadn't indexed, but they could find their pages. And then I remember people saying that it said, or it, it, that their sites were just simply de-indexed or so, many pages. So, so there were some sites. So basically what happened is some sites, people started noticing massive losses in organic traffic. Some people went in and they found they do a site colon and none of their pages of their sites showed up. Some people found that percentages of the pages of their sites had been dropped. So it was a mixture of both. Mm, okay. But and, there was also some where it actually was indexed, but Search Console was saying otherwise, right? Um, no, it was the other way around. Search Console was saying it was indexed, but when they went to look for the page oh, via site, there you go. See, I didn't have anyone have that happen, except until this morning, actually, 
<laughs> even though it's supposed to be fixed now, um, <laughs> where <laughs> um, the example given, I will find again. Uh, here, while I do that, you go ahead. I want to make sure I'm going to say well, this right. Well, well, it was interesting because um, people are estimating, and this is just people are saying kind of thing, just because Google will never tell us, that approximately 4% of the Google index got dropped somehow. And then um, that's huge. Yeah, it was Thursday or Friday of um, a week or so. It was Thursday or Friday, Friday the 5th, I think is when it hit. Uh, but people started reporting and seeing stuff happening on Thursday. So the 4th and the 5th is where this has really started happening. Uh, people were noticing it, talking about it, sent stuff to, to John Mueller on Twitter. He said, I'll pass along, we'll look into it. Um, Saturday, the next day, they said they had thought they had fixed it. So this should be addressed. And then by the end of that day, beginning of Sunday, they realized that, nope, it's not fixed yet. Um, they were having trouble getting the pages that had been dropped re-indexed. So I think by Saturday, by Sunday or so of that week, um, pages had stopped dropping, but the problem still persisted because they couldn't get the ones that had dropped back in the index, right? So, so that was the issue as of the you know, like the 7th or 8th of April, um, which was you know, just last week, you know, you know, beginning of last week. Huh. Uh, begin, well, last week based on when this episode airs. Um, so now apparently they've come out, they said it is fixed. But now you're saying you're seeing, still seeing problems? Well, I'm seeing that backwards thing. Um, an example is one of our dentists, uh, from first dentist, um, my other company, they, uh, we did an URL inspection on a client. It says URL is not on Google. Um, said coverage is crawled, currently not indexed. And yet site colon, no problem shows up. <laughs> hmm. Wacky. Apparently, I, I'm, I'm personally thinking all these changing changes are doing with webmaster tools. Um, basically, I, I got a feeling that you got two potential areas for problems here. One is Webmaster Tools itself is kind of um, buggy because of the fact that they're making so many changes to the new version. Which is helpful. Which is definitely, <laughs> I mean, it's helpful because the changes they're making are actually really good. Well, those are. <laughs> yeah, but the bugs are not. No. <laughs> that is enough to make you go nuts. And then there's the fact that they're always changing stuff and occasionally stuff's going to go wrong. They're going to miss something and there's going to be a bug. That's just par for the course with any kind of programming. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 I guess it's a good, it's a good news thing that we're surprised. This is pretty rare for Google search console to have so many oddities and or, Google's or Google, index to have so many oddities. Or, so or Google to just randomly drop 4% of it. <laughs> That's pretty rare too. I think it's a massive drop. <laughs> you imagine how many pages that must be 4%. Oh, yeah, it's gotta be hundreds of millions of pages. Wow. Well, the news is it's supposed to be fixed. <laughs> yeah. That's really all you need to say at this stage, except that but, uh, but there there's obviously some problems. That, there can be people listening that didn't know this happened and they go back and they log into you know, Search Console or even better, they log into Analytics and they see this massive drop you know, the first week of April of traffic and they're like, what the heck happened? Why did I lose all that traffic? And they have no idea. But that's probably why you, you got hit by this thing. Um, random. It was very random. It didn't seem to be any kind of um, correlation to any particular industries or website size or anything. It was like, it was like as random as rolling dice. But if you see this big dip, like, you know, the beginning of the first, first or second, or the end of the first week, beginning of the second week of April, that could, and it recovered, that could be what happened to you. 
There you go. All right. Next up, the new Google Search Console Discover Report. Now, I know you've done a lot of stuff on this, so tell me a little more yeah. about it. I've read up on it, but I've seen you being quite vocal about it. So tell yeah, me. this is actually quite interesting. Um, so it used to be called Google Feeds. So if you're familiar with Google Feeds, um, that's what it, what it was. They just re renamed it to, to Google Discover. Something completely confusing. Yeah. <laughs> And now I'm, I'm pretty sure that this is, I'm going to ask you, Ross, because I have never seen this because I'm an Apple guy and I'm pretty sure this is tied specifically to Android. Is that correct? Have you seen it, it on your have Android seen, devices? Seen what? Google discovery or, no. or the Google feeds. This is where, um, I don't know if it's an app or if it's built directly into the OS, but it, I, from what I understand, it's very similar to the, the, for us Apple users, we have Apple News built into the OS, and it just gives us a feed of news stories and things that are happening um, that we may be interested in, tied to entertainment, tied to science, tied to everything. Um, and I, I look at that all the time. Um, it's very handy. It's, it kind of focuses in on the things that I'm interested in, but other stuff as well. And Google Discovery is kind of the same way. Um, it's to, to get your pages in being to be found in Google Discovery, they have to be um, um, eligible to be in Google News, for example. So you're not going to get a product page from from some kind of e-commerce site in that discovery stuff. Um, but basically, there's no search queries whatsoever. These these two apps, both on Apple and the Android Discovery and Apple News, they just feed you information. Right. So there's so as an SEO, there's nothing to optimize around. There's no queries They get Google discovery in particular basically decides what you see in your feed based on all the information it knows about you, whether it's from from um, all the other products of, of Google's that you personally use. Um, all the information they've collected about you is what they use to determine what what stories or articles to show you in Google discovery which is really interesting from an SEO standpoint because there's really no way to optimize for that um, at all. Um, the only thing that I've seen so far that, that people have said has an impact on this is the image sizes included in your stories. If you're using thumbnails, they don't perform as well as if you use full-size images, and that's it. So for me, this is really interesting um, from, from the, the discovery standpoint of, you know, to watch this channel to see how it works and, and how people are using it and, and the growth of the usage. And so getting this new report inside of um, Webmaster Tools, and you'll notice I'm not using the, the, the GSC. I've decided I'm not using it ever again. Anyway, <laughs> that's a separate story. Um, but inside of Webmaster Tools, you get this new report about impressions and traffic tied directly to Google Discovery. So it'll show you when your pages and when your articles are, when, when they show up in people's feeds and when people click through to them. And it and my, my initial concern this morning was because I, I hadn't dug deep enough in the tools, it does allow you to download a report of what pages are getting traffic and impressions tied to Google Discovery. So it'll be really interesting to, to take that over time and analyze and see if there's any kind of uh, anything that we can discover that, that, that correlates across you know, the usage on these things that makes one page show up better in discovery than another page. Another but thing is there's not. From one thing that is important to increase your, to optimize for it is taking the, what you mentioned about the images to the next level. Um, it's important to have, yes, uh, large high quality images, but you also, and this is critical, have to ensure that Google has the rights to display your images, either by using AMP or by filling out a form to express your interest in an opt-in program. 
And I'm glad you said that because AMP is also a key factor in this. Most, when I've been looking at the reports um, that I've seen, I've, I've, I'm, I got this on three of the sites that I'm now dealing, or actually 10 of the sites that I'm now dealing with and digging in there. Every one of the pages that we got impressions on were AMP pages. So if you're not using AMP on your content, the odds are you're not going to be showing up in, at least at, at this point, you're not going to be showing up in Google Discovery. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It, I don't know. It, it's, it is a strange name. I really don't understand why they call it discover. I mean, I get it in a sense, but because you're discovering content that you might not have seen otherwise is what, but it doesn't say it doesn't, it doesn't have a connotation that it's news based, which is essentially and, what you, what would get you into news. It could yeah, be anything. That's very true. And I don't like that. Aspect but I think, I think they've already kind of, have a definition around Google news and people expect something very specific when you say the word Google news. Right. Um, and so they had to use something different. Well, whatever. <laughs> they picked their own stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nobody knew what Google was before they did that either. So <laughs> exactly. So uh, next up, Google search console performance report has now consolidated to canonical. Um, I, we've talked about this previously, and I guess this is just the, the fact that it's finally done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is we've talked about this a number of times. This is where if you have uh, the different variations of your site, the HTTPS and the www versus non www, all that stuff is now in the same report. So you don't have to have different versions of those reports and figure out how they yourself. Google's doing it for you. So long overdue. Finally, yes, exactly. Yeah. All right. Next up is a, uh, well, actually, yeah, let's get this one in. There's no, short, no shortcut to authority. Why you need to take EAT or EAT seriously. So this is a Stefan Spencer article, another great one from him. It was um, it? Yeah, it is, it is good. It's, I it's, actually read it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm buying a lottery ticket today. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so EAT. For those who don't know much about it, it means expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. Now, in relation to SEO, what that, that is attributed to are your money or your life websites. So these are sites with medical or financial advice, the sort of things that will make a fundamental impact on your, your, your life. Well, and Google we'll wants to where it comes from, too. This comes from the Google um, yeah. quality reader. Getting guy. there, getting there. Jeez, always. Out of, out of order. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was put into place, um, again, because they wanted people to be safe, uh, safer online and that there'd be uh, some way to qualify the quality of a, a website. Now, the people who were doing this uh, qualification was, are Google's quality raters. These are people who have been trained by Google to manually process sites and determine you know, um, what their expertise, authoritativeness, and trust are so they can get uh, a bit more visibility. Anyway, um, with that said, uh, it although it has been stated that it is, um, and again, this is not firm. This is just amongst many people who have got the connections that it is only for your money or your life that this is applied to. It is something, and this is what Stefan said, and, and you know what? This is perfectly in sync with our show. Um, it's something you should live by too with your website. And we've said essentially the same thing for years, um, mm -hmm. you know, Proving that you, you're the expert, that you have earned the authority and or that you have the authority to earn a ranking is important. 
And part of that's trust as well. All those connect together. You want to create a resource online that people can trust. And uh, uh, you do that through creating phenomenal content by being uh, a leader, uh, by having a great podcast like SEO 101, by, <laughs> I said that one without that, cracking up. Is that self-promotion or self No, not at all. <laughs> It could be self-canonical. You could I'm promoting it. you. Oh, that's right. I'm on it too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, well, the one thing I don't like about the EAT acronym hmm. is it really kind of puts relevancy to the site because you really still have to be really relevant in the kind of content you can create. You can be authoritative and an expert on non-relevant content all you want. It's not going to help you, right? and be trusted. It still has to be relevant. I wish they would add the R in there somewhere, but then it would be tier. And that's probably not a good. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that would actually be quite appropriate because if you don't follow yeah. it, you're going to be tearing. Um, although they do mention what you're talking about within their definition. Right, yeah. They definitely talk about it, but I, it, when you just talk about eat and, you know, expertise, authority and trustworthiness, relevancy needs to be in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So throughout, it's a good article. There's a lot more to it, but you know, uh, Stefan gets into the fact that, you know, it is important to, in order to build that authority that you do build, build high quality links to your website through just doing really good work. And one of the things he mentioned is, is having a, a very strong PR strategy, branding strategy. Um, you can have people do this for you. You can read, learn how to do it yourself. Uh, it's, there's, there's no easy way around this um, that is uh, within Google's guidelines. I'll put it that way. <laughs> um, you know, he gives examples of being published on Harvard Business Review. Well, obviously that's going to be high quality. You have people who are published on Forbes, that's going to be high quality. The idea here is that you just can't get in there from being no one. You have to work your way up there and links from those places obviously have more benefit. And that authority, there's no reason you can't build that yourself. It, sure, it takes time. What, what does it that's worthwhile. Mm -hmm. And trustworthiness takes time too. Yeah. It's not something, you know, you write one article, they're not going to trust you immediately. No. And, you know, being there to help people and let that word get out that you've been there to help people. Um, that That's big as well. Uh, nothing like word of mouth to back it up because there's a lot of uh, fly by nights out there. He, you know, he mentions too that when you are looking for, um, you know, doing link building campaigns that Majestic's Trust Flow and Link Research Tools LRT Trust are metrics that he likes. Um, he finds that Majestic's Trust Flow, or both of them, either, you know, you want to see a score of 50 or above or five or above if it's LRT. Um, these are out of 100 or 10. So um, it, it is important that they have a certain level. Again, we've talked about these guides, these, rank, these trust scores. They're only guides. They're only help. They're, they're only assistance, but they do give some perception of just how authoritativeness, how authoritative a website is. And it's not yeah. a bad thing to help you with. Help yeah, with they have no direct connection to Google's indexing whatsoever. No, you can have a site that has, you can have two sites with the same exact score. Um, and one performs 10 times better than the other because of so many other factors. Right. So don't just rely on those. But like Ross said, it's, it's a metric to look at, but don't, don't rely on it as your bread and butter. Yeah, it's funny. I, I had a call this morning with a, a 
prospect. Actually, it's a client we've had for many years, but they stopped and now they're coming back again, and, and which happens thankfully quite often um, when that they come back. Uh, in this case, it's though, you know, they've good companies. Yeah. Well, thank you. In this case, they come back and, and they say, okay, we're, we're ready to do this right. And then I was excited. I was like, this is fantastic. It's a good company. It's got four doctors on it. You know, they, they need us. They need proper marketing. <laughs> well, I was excited delivering the final proposal to them. And they said, well, we're, we're very excited in all this. I think this is going to work great. And it was a good package. But, you know, what we don't want really to do is content. We just don't have the time for it. Um, and really the reviews we're doing, you know, I know building reviews is important, but we're really not going to get to that right now. Like, uh, but we still want you to get lots of results. <laughs> I, saw, I saw you post that and I, I tease Scott all the time. Uh, but Scott's response was the perfect analogy, I think, to what, what, what you're talking about. He says, so if I want to add a third bathroom to my house, you're saying I can't use the hardware from one of my other bathrooms to build the second or the new bathroom? <laughs> you got to add new stuff, guys. Yeah. Well, and my example was that it's like having someone, uh, hiring a, a company to renovate your home and just saying, okay, go for it, make your house you know, worth more money, but you can only use the stuff that's lying around the house. Yeah, Scott's example was better. Sorry. <laughs> well, mine was the first one. So yeah, yours was, but he, he just copied me and made it better. It I can do that any day. Made it <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, I don't know why I'm buttering him up. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> I'm going to have to leverage this somehow. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I'll quote uh, Stefan at the end here. He's pretty much said what we said, but I like what I was put. As with most things SEO related, it won't be a single link or a piece of viral content that suddenly launches you into the pole position. It takes a sincere, sincere and sustained effort over months, even years, to get to the top. Unquote. Um, so, you know, there you go. Uh, it, it's, it is important. Uh, Stefan's a great guy. I know he's, he's yeah. got good, good info here. So, you know, give a read. It's, it's worth it. There's lots more to it that I didn't mention, but we covered the basics. All right, let's take a quick break. And we come back, we're going to talk about Matt Cuts. Yay! And he's doing something I appreciate entirely. Me too. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. All right, guys. I want you to come up with an ad for a patented platform that lets you see any company's analytics accounts. I'm talking Amazon, Tesla, Netflix, etc. You know, see their sales and stats in real time. It's called Nacho Analytics. Tim? Nacho, regular analytics company. Charlotte? You can tap into analytics of major companies that don't want you to know how they're performing. Right. And you can also check the traffic and engagement for any influencer on any platform across all platforms. Tim? Okay. Let us help you grow your business. Bailey? So it helps you jump ahead in the concept and development stages so you can build your product better and ahead of schedule. Absolutely. Nacho Analytics lets you see anyone's analytics in real time. Tim? You'll be wondering, where has this company been my whole life? Tim! Sorry. Sales, subscribers, and stats all in one place, and the data is totally anonymous. Holy guacamole, that's good stuff. Ah, uh, now you have me making puns. Let Nacho Analytics level the playing field. What will you do when you can lift the curtain on the internet? NachoAnalytics.com are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress 
empowering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted by John Carcott, the Director of SEO for Advanced Local, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Ah, Matt, hope he, I hope he succeeds here. He wants to bring back the plus operator. That's, uh, hmm, all right, how do you describe this? So, when Google was better, <laughs> you, you could make sure that a particular piece of, uh, like when you're doing a search string, search query in Google, you could say um, uh, Victoria BC and then put a space and then put plus and without a space, put whale watching or whales. And it would ensure that all the results that appear would only have whales in it um, within Victoria BC. That's just a kind of a crappy off the cook example. You're probably you're better at the examples. What would yours be? <laughs> so it, it's 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 one of those things where you want to make sure if there's if there's a little bit of ambiguity in your um, query, like um, new jaguars, right? And you put plus car, you're not going to get a story about the new jaguar babies at the zoo that were born last week, right? So when you you can pretty much define specifically what variation you want on a on a search that's kind of am, ambiguous. Does that help? Yeah, it's the sure. opposite of the negative operator. Honestly, if you if you that's what still works in Google search. If you put um, new jaguar, you put minus car. You'll only get stories about the cat, not the automobiles. The plus means if you put plus, you know, car, you can only get stories about the car and not the cats. Yeah. So uh, what they had done, they tried to replace it by putting quotes. So instead of plus, you would put a quote around Jaguar. Jaguar. <laughs> um, and <laughs> that quote would be uh, how you'd say that that's, it has to have that term. And it's all related uh, to Google Plus, by the way. They got rid of it because of Google Plus. And now that Google Plus is going away is why Matt says, well, we want it back. Good. I like it too. Yeah, I think it would be great to have back. All right. Mueller files. Jeez. Uh, Google this explains 301 redirects are not links, but I haven't read this. Go for it. So the, 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 this, is, this is kind of basic, which is good because this is SEO 101. Um, we all know that the redirects are not links, but if someone has a link to a page that's redirected, 
the, the, the authority from that original page would have normally been passed to the page it linked to. Well, with a redirect, the authority and the, the, the data behind that page that's linking to the site does pass to the page that's being redirected to. So like if you have a page A is redirecting to page B and a site links to page A, that authority that it would have sent to page A does pass over to page B. And that's all they're saying. And we've known that for a while, but we just want to make sure people understand that, that is still part of, you know, how redirects work. It does pass that authority. Mm -hmm. And relevancy too, by the way, relevancy and authority are both tied to that. Great. Great. All right. The next up is Google's. Uh, Google again says links not shown in search console or are generally irrelevant. Um, I don't know what let's I start, take let's that. Start, let's start with the background of this though, right? Because right. forever since Webmaster Tools first launched and they started showing us link data, they have never, ever shown us all the links. Exactly. <laughs> That's been that way for over a decade, right? And um, people to this day still complain that it's not accurate and they don't show us everything, but they never have. Um, but it's really nice for them to, I don't know if they've ever said this before out loud. No. Right. Not that I know of. Yeah, that the links that they're not showing, usually it's because they're not relevant. They don't matter because they're not using the data. They're not even really counting them as part of your backlink profile or whatever, which I thought was is good to, to kind of touch base on again, especially since they finally said it out loud. Yeah, I mean, it's not something that, uh, I don't know. I've always, quite honestly, I've never been certain or comfortable relying on what they provide in that report anyway. Um, Me either, but that's because of the history that we yeah <laughs> we don't trust them. <laughs> yeah. um, there are likely links there that are aren't shown that could be trusted too. Uh, I don't know. Do you I really? I, I don't know what to say here. I, I think that it's nice that they said this. I still don't believe them entirely, but well, I'd say don't rely on just the report inside of Webmaster Tools. Right? Yeah. Make sure you're looking at other data reports. I, I, I find it interesting when people are talking about these kind of backlink reports and people will talk about, I like this one. I like this one. The ones that the, 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 res, the responses that I see that really say, okay, that person knows what he's talking about is when I say, when they say, I never do use just one. I'll always use Ahrefs and Majestics or I'll always look at search console and a couple others to correlate what I'm seeing between all these, you know, uh, SEM rush is adding that stuff now and it's always different. Ahrefs is always different. They're never the same. So you need to, have multiple sources of this backlink data so you can correlate it all and find out what the pic you get a better picture of your overall link backlink profile. Great. Now we're at the SEO 101 Facebook group questions. And uh, we've got a few we didn't get to last uh, the last show. So let's let's jump on this. First one is from Austin Thompson. And here's a quote. This is probably a stupid question, but asking stupid questions makes me less stupid, I hope. <laughs> if I want to rank well for quote unquote, made in Tennessee, as well as made in Jackson, Tennessee. Do I need to create content for both or can I get by on focusing on just made in Jackson, Tennessee, since it has all the terms I want to rank for? You, you know why I think this question is more interesting than most? Because it's using a geographic um, targeting in the query, but it's not tied to local search. That's pretty rare. I like that. Very rare. Yeah. Um, I'm still trying to understand made in Jackson. So, so made in Jackson 
versus made in Jackson or made in Tennessee versus made in Jackson, Tennessee. I think you could probably get by with having both on the page and, and, and not having to have separate pages. As long as you put both of those phrases, somewhere on the page, you're going to do good. Yeah. I'm kind of curious, Austin, why that's a target. Um, it's cool though. I mean, I mean well, it's, it's actually, it's actually targeted. I mean, there's a lot of stuff like I, I live in Ohio and there's a lot of people that I know that want to support the local um, economy. So they'll look specifically for products that were made in Ohio. And but then that is local. It's like, not a local search though. They're not no, looking for, yeah. they're not looking for a place to go buy stuff that was made, you know, yeah. in Ohio. They're just looking Thank for that as an adjective around the product. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It is a very good question, Austin. And, and, and yeah, I mean, it's, it just comes, when you talk about something like this, it comes right back to real SEO 101, like 1997 SEO 101. It's, it's yeah, just ensuring those, those words are on the page. And uh, if you can, you know, if there are sites that discuss this, um, you know, products made in Jackson, Tennessee or made in Tennessee, then make sure you, get, you if you can get a link from those to this page or, you know, that kind of thing, that'll, boost your your ability for those pages to rank momentously it, it also goes to the idea that today t- in today's seo not the old school 97 seo you're you're focusing a page more on a topic and a keyword right made in jackson tennessee made in tennessee both kind of fit under the same topic umbrella so i definitely wouldn't want you to, to make two different pages on those back in 97 oh <laughs> Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not getting that detailed, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think but it is very basic enough. is what I'm getting at. Yeah, I think they're close enough. They can be considered the same topic and you can use them both on the same page. Yeah, and I don't mean that derogatorily. I just want you to just know that this is not something you need to overthink. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I think other things might help. Um, you know, if there's a chamber, uh, a couple of chamber of commerces or anything in those areas that you're connected with, uh, make sure you've got those links to your site. I realize that's kind of a regional connector, but it's you're in a strange middle ground there, and and this would help. So, all right. Next question is from Gabriel Quiroga. I hope I got that right from Madrid, Spain. He says, "I'm a long-time listener." Before you go into this, I love the fact that the Facebook group will tell us where people are if they're, you know, outside the country. That it's really nice to know where you guys are. It is. I think it's very cool. I'm, I'm always appreciative of knowing where our listeners are from and it's it's kind of cool where we get found i get a lot of i get a lot of prospects calling me from australia from the uk from hell is uh, thailand that listen to the show so it's it's pretty neat oh yeah long time listener first time posting i'm a novice to seo but i've been listening to the show for the past three years i'm sorry Okay. Recently, I did the 30 day trial. We're not doing our job if he's been listening for three years and still a novice. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, recently, I did the 30 day trial for Moz for my podcast website. It was really helpful to take the classes and not at my website. However, the monthly cost for Moz is too high for my budget. I know SEO is going to be ongoing maintenance, which all in one, which all in one program do you recommend for the best price? or even free. Thanks. Hmm. All in one is the key here. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would, this is my personal opinion, mm-hmm. not reflected by the company or whatever Webmaster Radio or Ross done. I would stay away from Ross. Um, mm-hmm. I lean more towards, Moz is a bunch of tools put together and you really have to understand how they, they relate. Um, 
I, I kind of say, if you're going to go for one tool that does that kind of thing, I'm leaning towards SEM rush personally. I am too, but it's still costly. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not cheap. Um, so a tool like that's not going to be cheap because it's so valuable. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Gabriel. I mean, if, if you need a tool that's going to help you do a lot, it has to be pretty much a software as a service. Um, I shouldn't say that there aren't options. Uh, there are, I think there's the SEO power suite and there's a couple other tools. I just can't vouch for them. I don't know how good they are, but they do, I believe, I believe run from your computer and maybe that's a one-time fee. Yeah. Uh, although likely there's maintenance fees you have to pay for to get upgrades and updates to make sure it continually works. And it, and it depends how big the site is too, right? Because mm -hmm. there's tools that have upsells. Like you can get Screaming Frog, Screaming Frog Spider for free. Um, but if you have more than 500 URLs on your site, you're going to have- Or you want to save it. Or you want to save it. But if you have less than 500 pages, you can just run it again every time. Yeah. Easily. True. tools like that, that that have like free versions then an upgrade and if you can work with the free versions and get the information you need you can go that route as well you know what i just had an idea gabriel the other thing i would do is keep an eye on appsumo.com a-p-p-s-u-m-o.com i wish i had my affiliate link on here but anyway <laughs> um check it out i love it occasionally they come with a lifetime membership well it's always about lifetime memberships but um to new products and there are a lot of SEO products that come out on it. And I bet you, you'll be able to get on the ground floor or something decent. Um, don't just pick one. I would suggest buying uh, five or six even over the next year. Um, one of them is bound to, to stand the test of time and, and be something that you can rely on. And there you go. You bought it once and you don't have to pay anything again. Yeah. And, and you know, if part of what you're looking for is part of that educational piece, um, you know, of course, things like our show and there's there's lots of free resources out there to learn how to do this stuff and how to use the tools. Um, there's tons, there's a billion videos on YouTube about how to use some of these tools out here. Um, you don't have to pay for this stuff if you want to try to piecemeal it. Um, but sometimes, and that's why these companies make money is because sometimes it's easier to find the stuff all in one place and, and, and have that guidance on how to use them just directly right there with the product. Yeah. And if you know, you need a particular product um, and it's not something you need on a regular basis, uh, maybe just, maybe it's an emergency and you need some kind of uh, backlink checker. You can always do the trials, give it a shot. You know, um, there's enough good products out there. Heck, you could try a trial on one. Don't buy Try the, try the next one the next time. <laughs> so I have to say this though, be careful because one of, one of the reasons I've always had a bad taste in my mouth for Moz is not because they gave me bad information or anything like that. It was because of the trial process. Um, many years ago, I won a contest on, uh, what was it? Search Engine Journal about SEO blogging. And one of the prizes was a year subscription to Moz. I thought, oh, awesome. So I went to sign up and they made me put in my credit card um, just so I could sign up, even though I won a free year of their service. And then a year later, I'm like, why did my credit card just get dinged $200 from Moz? And I had completely forgotten that I had to add my credit card to it. So you got to be careful with those free trials. Yeah. And that's not just Moz, just about every system will do that. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there are some tools in Moz I really like. So, it, you know, definitely uh, not a complete hammer down on there. Um, 
for example, their auditor tends to be a bit better than SEM Rush at the moment. So that's something to consider too. Yeah, and that's a good point because I don't I don't use any of those audit yeah. tools, so I couldn't tell you which ones are better. Yeah, we we use all. My God, we have too many tools. <laughs> too many tools. There's so many, um, but they all have certain strengths. So something to keep in mind. All right, last question is from Caitlin Bronson. What negative SEO effects, if any, would arise from a copy a competitor rewriting your content on a regular basis? I have a competitor who consistently rewrites, in other words, changes some words and phrasing, but leaves a lot intact, my blog content, and is starting to become a competitive in the SEO space. In some cases, they outrank my site. I've been able to update the formatting to retake those top spots and the Google snippets, but it's very, very annoying. If there is a negative effect, are there any non-confrontational tactics to mitigate that damage? Unquote. Very good question, Caitlin, and, and well written. I, <laughs> I hear you. I, I cannot count how often, how many sites over the years, because Stepforth used to be a real content machine. We used to do tons and tons and tons of articles, and they were constantly copied. Um, rewritten sometimes, but mostly copied. Copied is easier to, to, to cancel, I realize. In your case, the competitor is rewriting it. That is a lot harder to combat. Um, honestly, I don't know what you could do, um, legally around this. <laughs> so, so I, I actually looked into this when she posted this on, um, our Facebook group and I looked at her, her examples and her, she put some of the comments, her, huh. example of her Good work. competitor page, and she's got some advantages that over her competitors that she needs to leverage more. A, she actually puts publication dates on her um, and the competitor does too. Hers are always published first, right? So that is hopefully something Google will take into consideration. Mm -hmm. point. But the big advantage she has is she's she her posts are opened up for commenting, and she has a lot of interaction, and she gets comments on those posts. Her competitor example that she showed, they don't even allow commenting. So what she's doing by adding that commenting, that's adding new unique content to that page that's related to that topic that her competitor is never going to get because they don't even allow commenting. So that's going to be a big advantage for her as well. Um, I didn't didn't take the time to look into the backlink profiles of the two sites that she showed, but if you have a stronger site from a backlink perspective, you're also going to have an advantage there as well. Very good points. Yeah, and first first to market on content is important. Yeah. Um, it's generally a lot easier to have um, an edge if the content's completely different. But the fact is the person is still copying you and it's going to take some time. So you're going to get that first kick. When it comes to the rankings in the end, you know, I, I think you're just going to have to continue to uh, one-up them. Uh, and hopefully that will work on a regular basis. You could probably hire someone on the cheap to help you with this. Um, you know, someone offshore, someone who's got some basic SEO experience because a lot of that kind of tweaking is not that difficult. It just takes a little bit of training and they could help you keep on top of it. I realize that's an extra expense and it's like, what the hell? <laughs> but at some point you may be too busy, hopefully, because you're getting so much business. All right. Well, awesome questions, everyone. Please bring it on. Bring it on. We love answering questions on the show. So uh, we re really appreciate that. Well, 
If that said, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing and John Carcutt, the Director of SEO for Advanced Local, thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Facebook group, easily found by searching SEO 101 Podcast on Facebook. If you enjoyed the podcast, please, uh, well, we would, free, <laughs> please, we would appreciate any feedback on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast stream. We're literally everywhere. Right? We should be anyway. And we will listen to your feedback. We appreciate it. Have a great week. And remember to tune to future episodes, which air at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on Webmaster Radio. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.